Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. Blue, you're way out of the studio. It doesn't sound good if you start it, dog. Don't get get upset. Don't get mad. But if you're in a car moving, it sounds like crap. You know what I mean? Bottom line, you sound like crap there, and you got somebody jumping on your back. Stealing your wallet behind you. I don't want you to do that. Frankino's over there with his Miami Vice fucking shirt on. You guys look like tourists, and I love it. Welcome to the show, you guys. Uh, thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101, the podcast. The world-famous Pop Brothers at Law. It's one of them. Little yeah, brother. I'm here. I'm here. Mark Wasserman is hanging out with us. Big brothers and Big Bear, and I hope he doesn't get caught up in these fires, which, you know what? I, I wanted to tell him earlier, I think it's the stupidest thing he's done in a long time. Going to Big Bear? Yeah, going straight into the fires. He's going straight where the fires oh, he, are around he, he, him. He's pretending especially he's a fireman. since he's always scared. He's pretending he's a firefighter. Especially since he's always scared. You're right, Blue. Like, <laughs> can you turn your phone long ways, Blue, so you're full on the screen, please? Maybe act like you've been here before, huh? And uh, Blue is uh, out of town right now for the first time doing the show via remote. And we can't just get it right. <laughs> and we you look at him. And now, and now his phone won't turn. Damn it. Upside down, backwards. I just watch you on the screen, full screen behind me and in front of me. Uh, Blue, wh- tell us what you're doing out there so, in Florida. You know what? Actually, we're out here with uh, the guys from Gigs Feels Good, a CBD brand over here. And they have a, a, store, a, a chain of stores out in Florida that they're working on. And, uh, you know, we're just in uh, good. I'm going to do some consulting with them, help them out and put together some creative uh, ideas and kind of brainstorm and mastermind uh, on putting together this uh, this awesome rollout. Cool. Well, they've been doing some good things. Where is their location out there in Florida? Uh, their location in Florida is... Is anybody going to tell me my screen doesn't look weird when it's sideways or what? I mean, I'm just <laughs> you, you got to do it from the home <laughs> screen. You got to fix it from the home screen. It's user error. <laughs> From the home screen, you got to hit that little round button, and then it'll fix it. Say something like, "I said it from the Jump Street dog." I thought Peanut would have fixed it from the beginning when you guys tested it, but obviously he didn't test it right with you. He didn't treat you like a normal guest. You know what I mean? He treated you like uh, you're supposed to know what you're doing. No, he did not. Yeah, way to go, Peanut. I blame you for that. Where where are the locations at in Florida? Yeah, well. Where are the locations in Florida for Dick's Feels Good? 2609 East Commercial Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I know that. I know East Commercial Boulevard. Do you really? Why? Is there a lot of prostitutes over there or something? Is that why you know it? Well, there were massage parlors back in the day. Sweet A. They're in Sweet A. It's a nice, you you can't miss it. You know, there's a guy out in the street. (laughs) Goodbye. Yeah, see you later, Blue. Have a good time out there. Your phone's cutting out. You sound, uh, like you're going through, you know, we're a looking, tin can. We're looking at a red car. I, you know, it's okay. We, we love you. We can't hear you. We can't see you, but we love you, and we know you're out there. And now you disconnected. So now that he's gone, don't worry about it, Pitt. Let him. Let him be. Let him be. Let him be. Let him be. Don't worry, honestly. You know, it doesn't matter. We don't need to call him back let because it just sounds like crap. Let Blue be in Florida. 
So, Mark, it's just you and I today, and, yeah. I, and I'm excited to be a part of the show with you as there's so much things going on in the world of cannabis where in the world. I got some great stories uh, that are going green, and I know you have a bunch of stories and possibly some news and some questions. So what do you got locked and well, loaded, brother? So, so first, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Wow, right. that's odd. And, uh, are you just asking yourself, and, or you're actually asking me? Well, I'm going to ask you. Well, when I first do a show and, 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 alone, and, I get nervous. And this is current events. You know, there's things currently happening right now. And a lot of things are happening with our president. He's saying <sighs> he's saying a lot of things. A lot of things have recently come out. Now, one of the things that he's been saying is there's going to be a vaccine before the election. If there is a vaccine, 60% of the country right now, in a poll that I uh, heard when I was listening to the news, 60% of Americans feel that if a vaccine comes out before the election, that it will have been rushed for political reasons. So my question to you is, if a vaccine does come out before the election, are you and your family going to take it? I'm going to do everything in my power not to take it because I agree with that 60%. From the research that I've heard, and uh, you know, my wife's a doctor as well. Yep. It takes a lot longer to find good quality, uh, you know, something that's going to work with research behind it, rather than something that they are doing. Uh, I find it ridiculous. I find it to be exactly that something to make Trump look better. When right now, in my book, Trump looks as bad as he can be, and his main supporters, if they're still looking at him like. He's the guy they thought he was. You're as blind and as deaf. You're actually you're not as blind. You're as deaf. 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 As any as Helen Keller was. It's coming right out of his mouth. So now, and the fake news that people going, oh, that's just fake. Oh, they're just bringing that out because you heard the man say these words, and you heard the man say he knew it was going to be crazier and he wasn't going to do much about it. So there's just so many crazy things. So and not to get on that side subject, which you just love to bait me in on, and we'll, <laughs> we'll both go off on the son of a gun, <laughs> and we'll both go crazy about him. But to discuss the, would I take the shot? If I don't have to, I won't. If my kids don't have to because of school, I will not be one of the first to say, yeah. yes, I will. But if you have to in order to go to class, then my kids have to go to class. That's a, that's a, that's going to be a tough one. How are you looking at this? What do you think? I, I mean, I feel the same way that if, if we see something coming out that quickly, it's, it's rushed. And, and, and interestingly enough, um, recently a letter was written and posted, I forget where, but it was signed by like eight CEOs of big pharma companies, Johnson and Johnson and all, all these other ones it saying that we are not rushing this. And one of, uh, one of the companies just stopped the test because one person had some unexplained illness. Oh yeah. Well, inflammation is what I heard like in the lungs or something like that. Yeah. And, and so it, it appears and it's funny, too, because you got Big Pharma saying, No, we don't hey, want to rush this. We don't want to rush this. And, and Big Pharma is the first to we're, jump on everything and go, Yes, let's do it. And it's probably Bill Gates' company that's going to come out with this first because he was the one pushing in all these conspiracy theories yeah. that just drive me crazy yeah. reading about it and hearing about it. And it's going to even make me more crazy if it is his company. And I don't know <laughs> if it's his company that's coming out with it first. But if it is, Mark, that makes it that much more crazier with the Confucius say and these yeah. freaking theories that are out there. Well, I mean, the fact that they, they even wrote that letter. I mean, you know, we, we, we talk a lot about Big Pharma on our show and how they are, uh, you know, trying to keep cannabis out of the equation. And it's hard for me to believe that Big Pharma is trying to do something right. Well, I'm sure there's a hidden agenda behind it always. <laughs> Big Pharma. <laughs> How many times have you ever used those that phrase? Big, Big Pharma, Pharma is, is finally doing, doing something, something right. right. I don't never. Have you ever never. used? See how I said that never. phrase and you knew exactly what phrase <laughs> that it was? Yep. Because that phrase just doesn't come out of anyone's mouth. Nope. Nope. They want the big bucks. They and that's what it seems like. But this, all I can do is hope. 
hope that are are is it that it. Johnson and Johnson and the other random twelve or six other big pharma companies that are out there? Ironically, there's so many that are just right here in Irvine that right. are close to us, um, that that are close, which is funny. <laughs> um, that are the ones that are saying, "No, let's wait because maybe they don't have a stake in it. Maybe they're not up to par with it, and so somebody's further advanced." That- I them. wouldn't doubt it. So that's probably I, why. I so once again, it. when you say I want, if they're probably doing something right, no, they're just, they're just mad waiting. because they're, they're not going to benefit from it. What pharma right. company doesn't do something to benefit from? They right. are one of the most successful companies. Even all the people that are reps for the companies, they're all paid so well. They all have cars. They all got expense accounts. They all get loaded. <laughs> and they've all fucked up people in the past. I was I was I was watching news again, and they were just li- the lists of you know Johnson and Johnson got sued for this, and they did that, and this one caused this, and you know there's been their share of problems, but to it's just so politicized, it's so political with the with the with what the president is pushing and the agenda he's pushing, so that. This well, vaccine is he's seen. A, he wants to be seen as the savior. Well, I want to see him take the shot live. Right? I want to see <laughs> the fucking medicine and the shot and the vial, and I want it poked in his arm, and I want a bandaid going over, and I want to see some blood come out. Well, they also. And if talk- we don't see that, I think he's full of shit. Because honestly, I, I don't think he'll take it. I would have to agree with you. I mean, the the and if he does or doesn't, he's gonna lie like he's been lying. Once again, if you haven't and you're hiding in a rock, thinking, right. "Oh, this is my guy," then you like liars. It's the lack of they all testing. Do, but... The testing that that's going on. The testing that's going on in and around the president, in and around our athletes. How come? Uh, we as everyday citizens aren't getting the same treatment because for these we're tests. not athletes and but you know what still, i'm okay it's... with that and i sit here and i look at that and i go you know it's perks of the job why do you get people to drop off buttons and why don't i get my own <laughs> buttons with my own logo on them and why don't yeah, i get come on, people man. giving me free we're weed? talking about why don't i get people getting and safety health you get you know healthy from the weed you use why don't i get free cbd like you guys do you get why free cbd I, I see I'm you smoking that. those hemp CBD. I, I'm saying I do. I'm claiming me. I'm not claiming only you. Yeah, but I'm but, saying. But it's is perks. that right? Yes, it's called perks of the job. But why should a perk of because the job it's be... called perks of the job? Why can Pitt why, get a commercial and he can edit it somewhere because why, he has the editing equipment? Why, why, he has why, the perk why, of the why job shouldn't to do I that. be allowed to get the same type of testing to save my life? Because is my life less valuable than an athlete? Because you don't have that perk of a job. You have to go. That's through a the stupid hoops. perk. Well, it's not. It's this what it is. You're asking me the question, and I'm giving you the answer. But you agree with it? You think it's okay that millions of Americans are suffering? That's People diff- have that's, died. That's a People have died because they didn't get the test. You know, what, what do you think of that? I think that it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. It's like oh, white, but now you sound on. like Trump. No, it's it like, is what it is. It's like white privilege. I acknowledge it. But it is what it is. You have more privilege than I get. We walk down the street. You get treated a lot different than I do. Right. You don't really. You say, you know what, Joe? It is, it is what, what it is, is, buddy. <laughs> and I go like this. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> and I look at what you're saying. And I go, guess what these athletes get? What? They get the privilege. Quote, unquote, white privilege slash to athlete privilege. It's what it is. Why? Because they're making owners billions of dollars and money talks and bullshit walks. It's just wrong. And it's totally wrong that I can't walk down the street and get away with what you can get away with. It's totally wrong, but it is what happens on a daily basis. I I can't argue with that, but I think that everyday Americans should be given the the opportunity to get tested. And that being said, Mark, I agree with that theory. It would be nice... But then again, why is it sp- happening? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Because of, of the president. The own, no, the owners of these company of these franchises, companies, establishments, teams yeah. are spending the money to have these assess- you know, uh, acceptable for yeah. the access is there for these players. Whether you're in the NBA, you're in the NFL, you're in Major League Baseball, whatever your job is that's out there where the owners making that much money, they're going to invest in their people. The country now needs to invest in us. So once again, we throw it back to who? DT. 
and say, are you going to invest in us so we could have that access? He's not. Do I think it should be a, a there for us? Yeah. Do I think the government's going to spend that money and treat us like professional athletes? No way. When's the last time you had a test? You couldn't even get a test I when you were even, fucking the I worst was it was. Sick. I was I was laid out. You up. got told to stay home because you probably have something else. But we you know can't. damn well you had everybody else tested positive. I had to go the same time. You were feeling funny. I just went out and bought a test, blood test, my wife and I. Positive. We both had the same type symptoms, and you had them worse yeah. than I did. Yeah. But same, but worse because you're a pussy. So they're, they're <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Like, I'm totally kidding. But, but it's because you're a little midget. And hey, it, no, I lost the no, testicle, okay? Yeah, no, no. But either way, the sickness is terrible. And you know what's crazy? Speaking of the sickness, how sad. I called one of my friends today. His mother passed away. And I called him to wish him my condolences and my buddy Eric. And I called him. Hey, he answers hello. Hey, Eric, what's up? It's Big Joe. What's up, Joe? I just want to give you my condolences. And, you know, I heard of your mom pass. I never like welcoming people to the club. And it's just, you know, it really sucks. And I grew up with them in San Jose. We're boys from when we were younger. Went to the same high school the whole night. And we're talking. And I just heard his mom got sick and died. I didn't realize his mom died from COVID. Ugh. So now I have a first, like, my now friend you... I grew up with, mom. Like, and not only that, his mom, they had this restaurant called Cajun Kitchen in San mm. Jose. One of the bombest ass Cajun spot, catfish, Creole, jambalaya, just gumbo. Um, we used to go there all the time, right? The best Creole food <laughs> ever. And we hit it. I mean, granted, we went to school together, so the mom and the, and the mom and dad loved me. And then once I got into radio, I plugged their places. So, And the mom reminded me of my mom, so I had a good, like, lot of love for them. So me and him had a good heart-to-heart. We were talking, but and I didn't realize until... 15 minutes into our conversation because he's like, oh, yeah, the, she found out she was sick. A month later, she died. And she was the healthiest one of the family. And, you know, they're, they're older. They're, yeah. You know, we're in our 40, late 40s. Right. And they're, you know, but she was healthy. And he said they went to a party. She got sick. Boom. She dies within the month. And the worst part about this is none of the family members could be in there with her because of everything that's going right. on. Right. I, I've seen this on the news, and yep. it didn't hit me until... A friend tells me he wasn't being able yep. to sit next to his mother and how sad it was for her not to be there. And then I go, you know what, devil's side, uh, on the flip side, dog, I was there next to both my parents when they died. And it's horrible. And I mean, you know, for them, it might be great that we're there. For you, guess what my memory is? Hard. Beep. Right. I go, and that shit's real. Right. And then my right. niece, nine months old, beep. So every time I see that on a freaking TV show or in a movie, you know right where my right. mind goes. Right. And it hurts every single time just the same way. And I got to fight tears every time I see it, think of it. So, you know, on the flip side, is it good or bad? I go, I don't know, dog. I go, I'm sitting here thinking, boy, you don't have to sit there and hear that beep sound and, yeah. or, and think every time you watch Grey's Anatomy, every time <laughs> you watch every damn TV show, beep. Yeah. That's real. It's like, you know. Now I'm going to start saying that periodically. <laughs> okay, your parents are next, so don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll do it to you. <laughs> If anybody, you're going to be the one that's a mess before. <laughs> Not me. Both my parents are dead. So, but it's, and I don't it, want to welcome you to that club. Nah, but, but it's but, inevitable. But it's it, it is different when you have firsthand knowledge and firsthand experience, like I did with my mother-in-law. Right. And she was in there for five weeks, and we couldn't see her and visit her and stuff. And it's real. It, it's, it's real. It is real shit. And it's real. Well, let's take a break and come back with some more real cannabis talk 101. We've got some news, I believe, when cannabis goes bad, and I got some go green for you. It's cannabis talk 101. All right. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, Mark, that was an interesting COVID talk. I don't know what it had to do with cannabis, but it's Cannabis Talk 101. Cannabis cures COVID. Yeah. (laughs) Make sure you're using your CBD and your cannabis. Your brother and I actually had a very strong discussion about what we both interpreted in our last recent several shows that we've had with Joe from MJ's Wellness and from Dr. Danny. And as you say, you know, use your cannabis, use your CBD. I was using you as an example saying... You know, I think your brother's really catching on to this because he's starting to use more CBD. Mm-hmm. And I go, and if anything, Craig, what I've caught and, and heard, and Mark, I'm curious if, if you felt the same way with uh, understanding what we've heard recently from uh, one double board certified doctor out of the UK who, you know, practiced and learned in, in, in um, uh, not Germany, Canada, Canada, yeah. and lived in the States for a while, but she's as smart as it gets yeah, she was great. when it comes to it. And she has every credential you could imagine when it comes to cannabis. I really heard from her and from Joe, who has a ton of anecdotal evidence and he's cured, you know, he's put 57 people in remission with his styles of treatment. Both of those people, Mark, you ready for this? Have said use less THC more CBD. That's what I've heard from... That's how I interpreted both I, people. I, yeah, Would no, you agree I, or disagree I, I heard on that? that? No, I heard that. I heard that. Your brother didn't. I, I, I think no, your brother's I, getting I, older I and he's, he's not but, hearing as well. So thank you for... No. And I, I had to yeah. test this because I'm wondering if I heard it wrong because Craig's going... No, I didn't hear it that way. I heard it uh, that you, with your scenario, should be taking less CBD. I'm like, she did say that, but I'm saying overall, the general analysis of what I've heard from if you're going to use this as a medicine mm-hmm. and do help with inflammation, pains, aches, this not, and from reading the book that only you and I, I read yeah. some of it, you read I, some I of it. I read a lot and, of it. And when I read some of it, yeah. I got using less THC for the medical aspect of it to get the full spectrum right. of it. You want to use some THC, right. but don't just think by taking more THC is going to help me with A, B, C, and D right. elements. Absolutely. And it's- even just recreational high. To even get a better recreational high from reading what I read, use more CBD. CBD. It's working for me. I, I, I The CBD, my increase in CBD uh, has helped me sleep. It's helping me sleep. Really? Yes, yes. And I mentioned the the. the you should. One. Ralph needs to do the CBD buttables and just go hard CBD on them. And I bet if you do that with with doing this uh, both smoking, yeah, I bet that would help a lot. I mean, and are the liquids? Know, I, I I as much THC as I use, I'm starting to make sure that I use more CBD along and that's, with. It. And that's what I gathered. I gathered for the heavier user like yourself yep. and people that are out there that are using it when they need to go to bed at night to have whatever you know symptoms that they have start with more cbd throughout the day mm-hmm. mixing it up almost like the drinker who drinks a glass of wine a glass of water a beer a water right. to keep yourself balanced <laughs> i used to do vodka when vodka, 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 vodka 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 water. Vodka. yeah <laughs> so my point is when i you know use the analogy with drinking 
I'm looking at this, like going, go hard, THC, joint, uh, whatever you're going to do. Yeah. Right? But then add that CBD higher dosage. It could be, yeah. be a two to one, but higher CBD because you're going to get the better effect from it. Absolutely. I, I agree. I, I got that from the book. I'm My experimentation on myself is uh, uh, showing that everything that book said is true. I'm finding it true. Like it's helping me sleep. It, the sex, you know, the the that I talked about the other day is just. I I, I don't I, I it came out of nowhere. I went about a good four and a half minutes last night, and I was proud. <laughs> you know what? And when my wife starts scratching my shoulders and my back, and she got her long legs, I just That's can't it. hold back. She got them daddy long legs, dog, and she got long ass arms. She's touching me all. I'm like. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> but it works. It, it it works. It works. That part hasn't worked for me, and I got to figure out something. <laughs> but you else. need more, more CBD. But let me tell you what has worked for me. So here's a good anecdotal evidence on my standpoint with CBD. I'm moving right now. Right, sold my house. I'm getting ready to pack. In my past experiences, moving? as as we know <laughs> with my elements that I have, I've I've talked about the arthritis in my yes. hips, my bad ankle. In the process of moving, I stay up late. Last night, for instance, I was up till 3.30 in the morning, and I got to get up at 6.30 to get the kids going in this and that. So right. I get very minimal sleep, and I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you that sometimes that happens, and, and this happens uh, even throughout my life without even moving. But when I'm moving, I'm moving all night now. I'm doing something. I'm, I'm packing. I'm storing stuff, throwing crap away. My point behind this is when I have less amount of sleep and I'm working like that, my ankle inflames like freaking crazy. It looks like a big old fat watermelon back there. Sorry, hey, yeah, yeah. don't get excited. But it just, it just, <laughs> I seen him look up right now. and looked at me like when I left. said big fat, and I didn't know what he was going to big fat, what? Big fat steak. <laughs> and it swells up. Literally, looks like a big cantaloupe water. Just, you know what I mean? And my veins pop out of it. And so I always have to like elevate it and this and that. And since I've been doing this the last three, four days, I've increased my CBD, started smoking more CBD, and guess what? It's not hurting as bad. Do I think it doesn't hurt? No, it still hurts a little sure, bit sure. because I've already had, I'm supposed to have surgery on it, for God's sakes. It's not going to go take it away. It's not taking it away, but it's not inflaming where I'm limping so bad where you're looking at me going, dude, what is wrong with you? Why are you don't, 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 don't? Don't, don't walk in like that. You know what I mean? I'm jerking. So I just find that everything we're hearing, and I've been adding it into my mm -hmm. regimen of CBD use, it's true because my inflammation in my ankle, which would be highly flamed, very irritable, and I'd be in a lot of pain, I'm not as in as nearly the, the much pain for staying up so late. Now, but when, if ever, do you think you might dabble in adding a little bit of well, THC? So to I get that entourage effect. Don't see. both brothers do the same thing? Isn't that funny how they both did the same thing to me? And, <laughs> I'm uh, just curious. I said, your brother asked you the exact same question yesterday. Was it yesterday? <laughs> yeah, exact same question. Hey, we're brothers. And I told him, and this is the God's honest truth, the day I have to take the Vicodins, the... Uh, you know, when I have to take something it's strong so for the pills... You got pain so bad. It's like if I, if I need to go more than an Advil... You're gonna or reach. if I'm do or if I'm gonna have to do Advils like right now, in a normal scenario, I'd be reaching for four Advils every four to six hours because I'm moving and I know mm -hmm. I'm moving. So right. I'm, I'm so busy when, right. I, when I get home from work, I'm constantly going, 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 and I'd be popping them before, and I'd be popping them before I go to the gym and this and that because it'd be hurting me. Right now, I haven't done that, so that's a different element. I usually would pop four Advils before I go work out, uh, right before I go to bed, when I wake up in the morning in the afternoon, and then that, once again, the same cycle. So it's about four times a day I would pop four of them. But I haven't right. done that. So even if I had to do that, I'd probably do it even with the Advil. So I'd go to like a two-to-one. I would, I, would, I would do an increase with the to get that full effect for myself. And that's being said because I've been sober 22-plus years. I'm not looking at it. And I know even if I just use a little bit, it's not going to get me high. I know it's, and I know these things. Mm. And I know it's not going to probably even trigger something. But I just know that I don't want to try to. You don't uh, want to go down that road. Oh, my God. That feels so good. You don't want to like, even try. Let's dance. Yeah. Freak me, daddy. You know you mean? Might, you, we might have to talk about kin euphorics. What's that? <laughs> oh, I just learned about it today. Kin euphorics. Kin. K-I-N euphorics. It's a drink that's being touted as like it's non-alcoholic and it has all this stuff in it. And like, uh, But 
botanical stuff from plants and it's supposed to make you feel all happy euphoric and euphoric and almost drunk like with no hangover and there's no alcohol in it kin euphorics buddy of mine just ordered it he's been he got a 25 ounce bottle and he's gonna try it out this weekend <laughs> you missed the other day Coors and uh uh anheuser-busch uh, you were gone uh, are jumping heavily into the cbd thc game and heiser bush is doing cbd thc oh wow and coors is doing CBD. drinks yes and guess who anheuser bush hooked up with company wise tilray out of canada the big one that right, right, did, right, right. Did the big stock one the, yes yes the huge blew okay. up and then went down but i just think that was you mentioned the drinks i just you were yeah. part of the show and yeah, yeah, yeah. you never listened to the podcast anyway so i forgot to tell you about it <laughs> well thank you <laughs> I, I, that's not true i listen when i'm on well that's, well, like I said, you don't really listen because you're never really on. I'm surprised you're here right now. We were supposed to come back with some cannabis goes bad and some go green. And I went up, we hey. went off on a side note right what, there. What can you do? Grande was. Yeah, we'll be back after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Blue, Joe Grande, Mark and Craig, the Pop Brothers at Law are all usually here, but we just got me and Joe... The Grande Wash Show. Hey, we've done that before. Oh, yeah. And I bet you're about to give us some good go green moments. But before I do, I would like to thank Jason Williams for being such a great part of the show <laughs> and doing everything that he does. <laughs> for those who don't know, Jason Williams Isn't he a is basketball his belly player? button name. No, that's Pitt right there. Did you know that that's Pitt's <laughs> name? I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, hey, dog. Neither did I. I'm thinking when, of uh, white chocolate from the beginning. Well, that's dark chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Williams is our dark chocolate, so thank you very much, Pitt. Thank you very much, Peanuts. Uh, and Elvis. The, and Elvis and we'll Jennifer and everybody who comes around. I just love when Mark just overlooks you guys and <laughs> says, I'm not going to do it. Yes, I definitely have some Go Green ones before we get to some Cannabis Goes Bad. And uh, it's while Australians are busy working around 
and worrying about, of course, the scheduling of CBD oil and food manufacturing in New Zealand. Well, guess what? This factory in New Zealand has developed the world's first fake meat made of hemp. You're right. You hear that? The world's first meat made of hemp. Now, the sustain- it's called Sustainable Foods is the company. Sells plant-based fake meat products through their Kraft Meat co-brand. So they're with a huge company, Kraft, right? But this is part of their big, that's their distribution company. Offering customers soy-based burgers, sausage, and, you know, meat like that. In 2021, the brand will be releasing a bizarre new product. Hemp-based fake meat. Mark, you're a health nut. <laughs> and you're a... Hemp cannabis nuts. <laughs> is this something uh, that you'll incorporate uh, into your diet? I will have to try it. I, I mean, I'll we're, try we're, it too. If it's hemp based, it's not going to it's probably going to be point zero three on the THC side because they're selling it everywhere. How's it gonna it's got to be, and taste? not only that, with the foot. I mean, what's the taste? Well, it's got to be just like a tofu. I'm imagining. I mean, I these guess. cats are making soy based burgers, sausages, and wow. have you tried some of these soy based things? They're pretty good. I've had like it, some soy based stuff. I'm like. I don't even know. Matter of fact, I went to this uh, Impossible not, Burger and stuff like that. Blue took me to this uh, uh, Vietnamese spot the other day, dog, and it was the bomb. I never would order some tofu. I huh. just, when my daughter was born, my wife was on a tofu kick, and I had it, you know, 20 times maybe in my life, if that, and that's 20 unhappy times that's, that it, I had to eat it. Nothing for you. It did. <laughs> <laughs> and I've cooked it, and you know, you go somewhere, <laughs> let's get protein. Yeah, I already got boobs. I don't need more estrogen in my body. You see how big my tits are already, for God's sakes? I'm a fat ass. Last thing I need to be doing is eating some more tofu. And this tofu, Mark, we got to go to this place. It was the most amazing <laughs> tofu of my life. All light and fluffy and like bordel. I just had this crispy. So my point is, if they can make it taste like this spot hey, that we went I'll to, this it. Vietnamese restaurant that I went to, yes, I'm it's going to be good. I will try so it. over the past few months, Sustainable Foods have been working alongside researchers from uh, Massey University, Ridley Institute. Together, they've developed a line of hemp-based meat products. So it's a bunch of them that they're probably going to put out there using hemp supplied by medical cannabis supplier Green Fern Industry. Now, check this out. Green Fern Industry is not a joke company. They're big. Hemp can be grown outdoors in New Zealand. So Green Fern believes that the cost of growing the plant locally is lower than the cost of growing soy. So if this company has been, you know, Sustainable Foods putting all these soy products out they could actually grow stuff cheaper who bottom line is what a lot of companies are looking at yeah. and it's going to be hemp based this is the type of company that's just going to pop like crazy i mean who knew that before you know it we're looking at hemp, hemp food. derived foods well i mean we already know hemp it can be used for so i mean i'm not surprised right i mean you know they're making cars out of it they make paper they make everything clothes Hemp, uh, uh, hemp will save the planet. It's it's amazing. I mean, they're looking at you know hemp crops are higher than even soybeans. I mean, it's just amazing on what it's going to do and what it's what's going down. Another go green story that I have that I found to be very very interesting is U.S. cannabis testing markets. You know, it, of course you know what it is, but those are out there listening going, what's a testing market? So. A testing facility is going to be like a laboratory that you have to take your hemp to, your oils to, your edibles to, and you have to get it tested. Yep. So these testing labs and markets are popping up all over the place. Well, they're saying that by 2026, this type of company is going to be worth $1.2 billion, with a B. Billion dollars. New analysts from Global Market Insights shows the U.S. cannabis testing market will be worth 1.2 billion by 2026. The report shows that growing demands for medical cannabis for the treatment of various, you know, elements that are growing in the U.S. and around the world, for that matter. Cannabis testing markets are on the rise in demand for further results in the you know implements of strict government policies and for the testing of the cannabis to be used in the medical cannabis products. And it's crazy because when you look at this, you guys, you have two different realms. You have the medical standpoint test facility, and then you have the, which Mark loves the term, recreational use side. <laughs> Adult use. <laughs> exactly. He loves that. <laughs> and when you look at the recreational side that's out there, it's tested different than the medical side. 
in my opinion, Why? exactly. In the my hell? opinion, we just need to have one testing way. It's all medical anyway. It's all medical. It's all and let medical. it all be tested the same. Yep. And and bottom line the same. And if it's a harder test, then make it a harder test. Sure. It's good. I agree 100%. And, and it is all medical. And when I look at these, you know, researchers institutes are, you know, actively focusing on exploring novel applications of cannabis to that end increasing investments to research and development activities to likely further grow the cannabis testing market over the forthcoming years. So it also leads into which, you know, we've had the doctors on and everybody else going, the more research we're doing with the testing, the more research we can do to see what the plant can do to benefit us with all kinds of elements. Because before you know it, it's going to be out there, you guys. Just like those four Advils I used to tell you that I'm taking for my pain four times a day when my pain's bad, we're going to know four tinksters of this yes. if you're at that weight and this and that. And, this. and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be there. And we already hear the testing's going on. And these type of testing labs are going to be part of those testings. Yep. So you're going to have to have the doctor's testings. You're going to have to have these test labs that do it. You're going to have to have all these types of functions. And it also goes to show you out there, if you're listening, I want to get in the cannabis game. I want to be that. You don't have to sell weed. You don't have to mm. grow a plant. You could be the biggest nerd there is and create a testing lab, <laughs> yeah. folks. I mean, there's so many there's, things. You can yeah. create the special glass. It's endless. The, there's just so many different types of elements of what's the term? The uh, accelerate jobs or the um, all the jobs around the cannabis industry. Ancillary. Ancillary. Ancillary jobs, ancillary businesses. And this is, once again, an ancillary type of company. Hammers and nails. Exactly. And right here is a prime example of who knew that Test. U.S. testing markets are by, by 2026, 1.2 billion. And, you know, I think it's a pretty penny to put into it. It's not going to be a cheap make because we already know yeah. that companies that do stuff like this already, you're looking at about a meal to get it started. Right. Because it's a very, it's, it's like a laboratory, like yeah. a real well, testing laboratory. Like if you're testing, you know, for cancer and all this other stuff it's not well, just and they're testing dink. for metals and toxins and pesticides and everything else that could be harmful yeah so that's my uh, go green segment i have a couple more but i think i'll save them i would love to hear some all cannabis right. goes bad we do have cannabis goes bad oh man this one out of riverside california that's not the, the one our own backyard Headline reads, Peanut did it. mystery surrounds fatal shooting of seven people at Riverside County Cannabis Grow House. Seven people seven murdered. Pe Authorities investigating the shooting deaths of seven people at a cannabis growing facility in a remote corner of Riverside County say they think the crime may have been carried out by multiple assailants. Few details are known about the mass killing, and detectives are still in the early stages of figuring out what happened. This is not going to be an easy investigation, said uh, Riverside County Sheriff Chad Bianco. When sheriff's deputies arrived Monday, it became clear the property was an obvious, large-scale, illegal cannabis processing center. There were hundreds of plants, a makeshift greenhouse, a lab for using butane to extract valuable THC from pot plants, and more than one... Why does that make it sound like such a bad thing? It's like what every facility has. A big lab. To do. It's like, you know, I mean, you're making well, it sound, but it's like it's... Well, but great, this, it's illegal, though. This is an illegal, unsafe lab. Where they're oh. where they're likely blasting and doing doing the things that could eventually lead to you being blown up. Do it, do, do, you know what they're doing? They're doing the same thing your brother did in his backyard for years. Allegedly. <laughs> same, well, it's the same thing everybody did. Exactly. So it's like as you have make you it sound so bad. Have you seen the process with the two? I mean, have you seen it? I've done, never ever? seen it done live. For it, real. It's I've actually. It. It's pretty. It's it's interesting. Were you ever yeah. in the backyard when uh, they did uh, it? Yeah, I've seen it. I saw. I saw it go down. And did you ever get like a fresh it? scoop and smoke uh, no, it? No, no. Well, yeah. When, when it was done, you know, you know. Do you have to wait for after it's done? Yes. For it to cool oh, it's down? a whole process, man. It's it's a process because then you see. Where it's this long tube, and the, the butane goes through it, and it extracts, and you see all the shit, all the garbage that's coming out, the bad stuff, and you're keeping all the good stuff. How does it drip into the they it, use a funnel? Yeah, like it, a, yeah, a, 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 like a yeah screen. Yeah, it's like a long tube, and then it drips out. I mean, it's it's pretty intricate. Well, you sounds know? like what and, you're sitting and, on, and dangerous, you know. So so they find that a thousand pounds of processed cannabis, 
with a street value in the millions, they say. We, we know about Maybe, the, but you know, that. the last time we did the math on that, they're right. So Could let's be close. Just, yeah. Could be close. We can't be so critical on these because we did the math on the last one and they were pretty dead on. So this property was in Aguanga, which is 100 miles east of Los Angeles. The sprawling operation- Wait, wait, what city? Aguanga, A-G-U-A-N-G-A. Out here in SoCal? Aguanga. No, it's 100 miles east of Los Angeles. Oh, it's east. In, it's in okay, Riverside. it's inland. Okay. It's in Riverside. Um, but what city is that, dog? Come on. You live out there, Peanut, don't you? Well, Aguanga- and you too, Pit, don't you? It's not a city. Aguanga is an unincorporated uh, neighborhood in Riverside County. Because remember, cities govern themselves. They have city council. They have mayors. Then oh, you so have- Oh, like a forest area or Yeah, something. well, you got to remember, counties, like Los Angeles County, right? Within Los Angeles County, you have Los Angeles City, right? You have other cities within the county. Right. Then you have what are called unincorporated neighborhoods that function under the county rules and regulations. Like a Pasadena. Cor- no, Pasadena is a city. Pasadena is a city. Give me an so, example so, so I can Anza, really understand it. Anza. Anza, which is in Riverside County, is an unincorporated neighborhood. Where's Ant? I've heard of it, but I don't know where it's. That's funny you say that, and I it's, don't know. It's you know where. Uh, so this Agua Dulce, whatever that he just said. It's not Agua Dulce, which is an Indio area. Yeah, Agua Dulce. Anguanga, whatever he just said <laughs> right now, is between Corona, okay, and Temecula. Okay, so it's out there in the wine country, a shout there. It's out there, you know, BFE, in the remote, bottom remote line. area where, where, where people like this feel we're, you know, we're in a safe place. We're never going to, nothing's, uh, nothing's ever going to happen. Past Temecula by Paula, up in Paula area. So like you're going to the desert. You're basically out in the desert area. Yeah. Going towards Diego, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Off the 15? It says the 79. Oh, so side way out right there. there. Got to go way out there. 79 so the, connects to the 15. So mm-hmm. law enforcement saying that this was not that they just happened to be growing cannabis. This was a very large operation, very organized crime type of Well, there's operation. a lot of land out there to be doing stuff like this at. Yes, yes. And the deputies were called out to the house on reports of an assault shortly after midnight Monday, found six people dead from gunshots. A seventh victim, a woman, was alive but died shortly after at the hospital. Authorities did not identify any of the victims Tuesday. Mark Jones, who lives nearby, told the Press Enterprise that he heard three separate volleys of gunshots. Soon after, he said fire trucks and emergency vehicles arrived. Trash littered the grounds Tuesday. Women's clothing and soda bottles were strewn across the trailer's front porch. A pickup was parked out front, its doors flung open to show clothing draped on the seats, and an envelope on the floor marked $8,300. Behind the trailer was a greenhouse. Its cover was torn open. Grow plugs used to sprout cannabis seedlings were scattered all over the ground. Six metal folding chairs had been arrayed in a row. A seventh was nearby. Empty pizza boxes and water bottles stacked on top of it. And, you know, it sounds like these people got hit when they were having a little pizza party. Possibly, Can the, you or, or they were eating afterwards. Either way, either way, it just sucks, man. I feel bad for cats like that. You know, I mean, you're just out there trying I mean, to make you're a just living, out there committing just, crimes, and uh, I mean, you know, that, but, but it, that's part of the game. If you're, if because he can't. But when do you say about it like that, you know, you're committing crimes is grow. It is actually. I'm about to say is the, growing illegally committing crimes. <laughs> like an idiot saying. Well, that manufacturing. Right now. They were. Yeah, they're doing whole, everything about it. I mean, the whole but, illegal but, operation that's going to bring the other illegal people out of the woodwork. And uh, come after you. So you I mean, know. don't you think though, when you have those illegal ones, you even have more armed security than a regular legal one? Because these legal ones, they have armed security. You can't even get through the gates. Right. These legal ones, folks, they have like if you've never been to one, they're like uh, gated. It's almost like a, a prison. You have the gate. Mm-hmm. You have a gate around it. You can only get in through one gate. And then that gate that you go through is a security guard that's armed. And then there's another armed security guard mm-hmm. inside the gates. So if you get through one, you got to get through the other one, and then the inside of the gates to get into the buildings. There's always codes. There's always locks. It's not like you're just able to get in. You would think they would have. You would think that they would do it like that too. If I had a legal one, I would do it that way. Let's just do it the same way that a legal one does to keep us safe. But then you play the game of I'm hiring somebody with a gun to watch this illegal. Right. They could turn on you. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) How about moral of the story? Uh, Don't do illegal. 
operations i don't know it, it's no. it, you know, but the, isn't that the, the double-edged sword because that's how the game's been done yeah i no. mean you guys started so you've seen long. it you've known it for years it's just like part of the way it, it, you get it's into a culture it. it's it's the cannabis culture i just hate that they're just killing people over come on folks yeah well that's that uh, the, cool. the criminal enterprise all right here we go we got out of waterbury florida the headline reads teacher gets job offer rescinded after disclosing medical cannabis prescription. Waterbury, Florida, a local teacher was recently let go after revealing to the district officials that she was prescribed medical cannabis to treat a serious medical condition. Earlier in the year... It's legal there. Abigail Peck, a licensed medical cannabis patient in Florida was busy applying for jobs in Connecticut where she'd soon be moving with her family. One of the schools where she considered teaching was Tinker Elementary School in Waterbury, who eventually contacted her back for an interview. After moving to Connecticut, completing the interview process, school administrators offered Peck a position as a music teacher, which she was eager to accept. Before signing the contract, however, Peck voluntarily disclosed to her superiors that she was diagnosed with a serious autoimmune disease that required her to use medical cannabis as part of a larger treatment regimen. I tinker that was a bad idea to say. They told her this would be fine as long as she had a doctor's recommendation. Okay. Not a problem. When they sent me back for the drug screening, it tested positive for cannabis, said Peck. Then they immediately contacted me and put me on administrative leave. After re-planning the diagnosis and presenting a Florida medical cannabis license to school officials, Abigail was told to apply for a Connecticut-issued license to replace the one from Florida. That's fair. She did so immediately and was granted a a license from Connecticut shortly thereafter. You would think everything would be done by then. Upon receiving an authorized in-state doctor's recommendation. Although she had been doing everything by the books and was already officially hired, she was hired. She was hired. The school suddenly rescinded the job offer. I received a call. She moved from Florida to to Connecticut. Connecticut. And to and Tinker was hired. School, and was hired. damn you, Tinker, was hired. I received a call two weeks after all my paperwork was turned in, explained Peck. When they called me in for a meeting, I assumed it was to begin employment. But they handed me my termination letter based on the fact that my medical card was not active in Connecticut at the time. After the job offer was rescinded, Peck hired a lawyer and filed a lawsuit. She hopes it will prevent others from being treated with similar medical cannabis form, facing similar situations. We hear this all the time. People are getting tested at jobs, and they are getting fired for cannabis being in their system. It is ridiculous. Well, it it is unless the job says you can't have that in your system. Well, but but if the job says that, hold on, hold on. I smoked last week. I was off for a week, and now I came to work, and they randomly drug tested me. It's still in my system. How the f- how is that fair on any well, level? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you if if I'm your employer, okay, and in the job requirements it says clearly, if you ever test for cannabis, you will be terminated. Ever test for cannabis yeah. while employed here, you will be terminated. Line four B. Now, what if it says if you test for illegal drugs? What is illegal drugs is your I, next statement. Right. And I, then you'd have to clarify. You know, I don't know. I, well, that, but, that, but that's often what employment contracts say. Well, and Well, then, as you, as the uh, employee, you would have to go to your employer before you accept the job or after you accept the job and say, can I get clarification on 4D? Because it says drugs. Right. What are and, drugs? 
Is it heroin? And is I, it acid? Even if is you have a, a recommendation for cannabis, apparently it still doesn't matter. And because as the employer, the employer has the right to do that, yeah, though. So do. I'm, I'm yeah. on the other side. Well, so so people actually, you know, we get quest- we get calls all the time from people. I'm trying to get this job, and it says this, and what can I, what should I do? I go get another job. Go go go! Look for a job where they're not going to frown on that. Or or make sure your 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 owner knows this, or you know the, the company knows because. Well, even but if then not, you run the risk if you tell them. It's a catch twenty two. Don't this get it teach, twisted. But this is this this story is, it's unbelievable. I'm I'm going to look into this lawsuit. We'll follow it. I'm gonna. St- I want to see what happens to this. Uh, Maybe that's another teacher. pro bono you should do and just yeah. fly out of state <laughs> to, to Connecticut, <laughs> and we'll see what we can do. But you know that it, it's just uh, it's never gonna. It'll be great if we can get a hold of her. Matter of fact, Peanut, work on her. If we can't get a hold of her now and find her, we'll just get her on another time and uh, just r- talk about the story again. But hopefully, she'll come on with us. It'd be interesting to hear yeah. her side because. You know, what did she say? She had a cerebral palsy or what was it? Some Autoimmune. Autoimmune some, system. Okay. Autoimmune disease that, that she needed it. Oh, God, I just feel so bad for somebody like that. And that damn tinker. And, and, and they're talking about a time frame. She, she ultimately got that Connecticut card, but after she did the drug screening. I mean, come on. All right. Out of Niceville, Florida. Doesn't that. sound like it's going to be a nice story just because <laughs> the town alone. Niceville probably ain't going to be nothing nice. Now take your head out of the gutter, Joe, and don't do anything with what I'm about to say. Oh goodness! What's but the out of Niceville, Horde, Niceville, Niceville, Florida, the headline reads: "Car rocking back and forth yields teens with cannabis nuggets and a scale." Now, why do you think that car was rocking back and forth? Probably because they were listening <laughs> to music real loud and they were dancing. Okay, here we go. That's what I would think. Uh, what are you thinking? <laughs> you thought they had sex. Just a 17-year-old boy was charged oh, with yeah. drug and drug equipment possession after switching seats with his friend during a traffic stop. And all he had was a scale? <laughs> they, well, no, they had uh, drugs and drug equipment. But just weed, right? Weed and a well, scale? Let, well, well, maybe if I can get through the story... Uh, and you stop interrupting me, we can figure so it out. So did he have weed in a, store, in a scale I'll or a begin, scale and weed? <laughs> Let's see. At Niceville, police officer pulled over a car going 54 miles an hour in a 35-mile-an-hour zone. Once stopped, the vehicle began rocking side to side as if people were moving, according to the re- arrest report. When the officer approached the vehicle, the front passenger was fumbling with his seatbelt. The officer asked him to get out of the car as it appeared they had switched seats. The officer asked the boy, who was now sitting in the driver's seat, why they switched. The boy said he was tired, so he asked his friend to drive. Hmm. He was detained, and the officer searched the vehicle. The officer could smell cannabis. So he asked the boy how much was in the car. Can you stop saying boy like that, please? Jeez, you're making me nervous. This is the, this is the article. Yeah, I will change I'm, I'm the reading word. reading it you right now. sound like a pig. It's a 17-year-old boy. It's 17-year-old boy. A young have, man. Just because you have thoughts of 17-year-old boys, let me get through the damn story here. Welcome to Hollywood. <laughs> the, the, they By the way, the, Hollywood was great. I just finished it last night. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a, that's a whole side that's story. That's a whole other we'll story. We'll start another podcast on that show. <laughs> So he said he had, the boy said he had more than a gram. The officer found a small black plastic bag tied in a knot under the front passenger seat. It contained 23.63 grams of small cannabis nuggets. The officer also found a scale. So there you go. They found some cannabis nuggets and a scale. The boy admitted to owning the drugs and the scale. So does that make him get out of it? Hey, uh, this is mine. That well, so what that? Where does, were they at again? They were in Niceville, Florida. Oh well, you could have a little bit. Well, there. and 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 it's this is good to point out because this kid did everything wrong. Admit, <laughs> admitted what he had. Hey, that's my weed. Said what he had. If he had said nothing, now we're of course attorneys in California. And this is Florida, but we know that Florida's gone medical, right? So what he's done now is taken away the opportunity for his attorney to argue that there was some sort of illegal search. If he hadn't said anything and the cop searched for that smell, at least the attorney can make the argument that that smell alone 
could very well have been medical cannabis that he had. And because nobody would know it's that. medicinal right now, because it's medicinal, the smell in and of itself doesn't necessarily mean there's criminal activity going on. But because he said, here it is, this is what I have, and this is it, and that's over and done, and he's toasted. And the moral of the story Shut is, your mouth and don't have weed and scale in your car. Never admit anything and let your attorney fight later. And that, Joe, is when cannabis goes bad. Well, thank you guys for listening to the podcast, Cannabis Talk 101, all around the world. Blue, we miss you. Craig, we miss you. But you know what? Nothing like... The Grande Wash Show. That's right. And, you know, if you want to give us a call, 800-420-1980. That's the number. And if nobody else loves you, we, we do. Adios. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.